Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. WIBC, it is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And oh, Casey, what a special guest we have. I know. In Big the time. Studio. He's here in the flesh. We certainly hope he's going to be the next mayor of Indianapolis. Republican candidate for mayor, Jefferson Shreve. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me this morning. You have done the most endearing thing in the history of ever. Uh, he shows up this morning mm-hmm. and in his hand, yes. triumphantly hoisting <laughs> into the air. What is that? A bag of Wendy's <laughs> breakfast sandwiches. Yes! A, a variety pack, actually. Yes, so, that's fantastic. So get them while they're hot, because the bacon is good until it congeals a little bit, and then you, you can always zap it back up. But these are good. So we had uh, had a just a long-standing conversation on the show. If you had ever been to a Wendy's, and I look, I think this sh- shines a giant light into you and your personality you, that you are. Willing to have some fun with us. So you have been to a Wendy's. <laughs> I've been to a Wendy's. Uh, <laughs> there was talk about uh, Frosties and dipping fries in Frosties. Yes, and, where do you stand well, on this? Well, uh, firstly, I would tell you that you can't get a Frosty this early in the morning. What? The, the machines <laughs> do not start firing up until about 1030. Uh-huh. Uh, and so it's it's coffee. Okay. Um, and the idea of dipping French fries in a Frosty... I wouldn't do it. You know, I get the sweet and, sweet and, sweet and salty thing I get. I would take like a uh, an elephant ear. Mm-hmm. It was soft serve vanilla ice cream. I think that's a great combination. But French fries and Frosties, no. Okay. So, pushing my limits. I, I, lo- I love this so much. We'll get a picture when you're done here. We'll post it up at, at Casey Daniels 317 at Robin Kendall on Twitter. I, mm-hmm. I love that. All right, let's get to important stuff. Why did you decide to run for mayor of Indianapolis? It seems like a totally thankless job. The city is in such terrible shape. And you got a pretty good life. Why did you decide to do this? Uh, well, yes and yes on the first two counts. And I'm doing it because I think I can do a better job. And I've got the uh, I've got the energy and some runtime experience in the space to have that conviction that I can, I can jump in here and I can do a better job for my hometown. And it is my hometown. I mean, this is where I was born. And I am committed to making it better. I mean, this will be, this will be my life for the... Uh, next uh certainly the year of this campaign uh and then four years hopefully and maybe even eight what's the conversation go like in your circle in your family i mean a lot of times people just go eh, i'm gonna just run for office i don't have anything else going on you had a lot going on you had a very successful business career you obviously sold that business and did very well like can you t- kind of take us through that thought process on how you come to the conclusion of yes yeah so it's not like a on a lark Actually, when uh, Mayor Ballard decided not to run uh, uh, what, eight years ago, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was serving on the city county council, and uh, I thought a lot of the mayor and watched uh, the way he worked. And when he decided not to run, I had considered it then, had some friends, including uh, people in the administration that were chatting in my ear about that. Uh, but it's such a personal decision. You've got to be in the right place in your own life. To be able to 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 make jump in and make that commitment, and uh, and I wasn't positioned at that point, and you've got to have that conviction that you're the best person for the job mm-hmm. in the here and in, in now. And eight years ago, a lot of us had some enthusiasm that perhaps Joe Hogsett could 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 do what he said he was going to do the first time or even the second time. And you know, I it didn't work. It didn't work. And so I come to four. Uh, I'm able to do this. I want to do this. 
And I have that conviction that I can offer something that's a little better, a little bolder than what we've had. Jefferson Shreve, our guest, he's the Republican candidate for mayor uh, of Indianapolis. And yes, he has been to a Wendy's. And yes, he brought us he Wendy's. He brought Wendy's. Yeah, that's awesome. Casey. Okay, Jefferson, now I am actually one of your con- one of your future possible constituents. And I could, uh, I live in Marion County. And there are some issues that concern me as a resident. And I'd like to address those if we can. Yes, ma'am. How the, long you got? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's just, the number one being crime what is your plan to curtail the high level of homicides in the city yeah it's way too high and so i mean we have crime uh, petty crimes violent crimes but we we spend the, perhaps the most time talking about the homicides because that's that that qualified metric that the fbi verifies and so that's the one that we put the most attention on uh, we, we we had uh, uh, uh more shootings just this last night another homicide mm-hmm. and uh what we see in the news when we wake up, we come almost jaded to, you know, all the flashing uh, IMPD squad cars that are responding to the, the, the shooting of the day or the hour or the evening. Uh, we have not nearly enough police protection on the streets of Indianapolis. Uh, we are 300 officers down, maybe more, but at least 300 down. I served on the IMPD staffing commission, uh, oh gosh, back in my first stint on council. Data-driven, nonpartisan. It was led by Councilor John Barth on the other side. And we know where we need to be from the human talent out on the streets of Indianapolis to protect our citizens based on our, our population density or dispersion. And the, the, the difference in additional police is the difference between that pivot from reactive policing to a proactive posture to where we're out in the community, inside neighborhood associations, listening to neighborhoods and being able to jump in and respond proactively when neighbors are saying, I'm seeing this every Thursday night. Every Friday night there's a big out-of-control party going on here. Something's not right, you know, over there. We don't have enough people working for the city to protect people and property to do this job, and so those that we are left with are so burned out and frustrated with the way the system isn't working. Um, I mean, we, we just don't even attempt to do anything with a lot of people on what you might have considered significant crimes like auto theft. Mm -hmm. It's just a rotating door. And so our officers will pick them up. They go into the APC and they're right back out six hours later and they're left with hours of paperwork to process. It's such a frustrating system and we are driving off talent, talent that we desperately need on the force. Uh, I just real quick want to introduce our guest again, Casey Jefferson Shreve, the mm-hmm. Republican uh, candidate for mayor of Indianapolis. Go ahead, Casey. So Mayor Joe Hogsett just yesterday came out and he proposed a ban on semi-automatic rifles and wants to roll back the law ban and gun permits. Where do you feel? Where do you stand on this? How do you feel about that? Well, I think that's, that's a fine opinion for him to have. It's just that that's not the mayor's authority to do that. I mean, it, he can't, you know, he can say that he wants to do X, Y, and Z, but he doesn't have the authority by fiat, neither he nor I to do these sorts of things. And so it's just sort of political posturing. Uh, he also wanted to hire a couple more, uh, I think three more attorneys to, to, to work with a federal prosecutor because he doesn't have the system working right with his own prosecutor here. Um, it's, a, it's, 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 it's a desperate play, but it's not going to result in anything because statutorily what he's proposing just won't work. Uh, I think a lot of us are cheerleading for you, and we talked about this in the elevator coming up here, because this city cannot, under any circumstances, sustain four more years of Joe Hogsett and resemble the city that some of us grew up in and, and around and coming to. 
And I think a lot of people we saw yesterday there were there were multiple convictions in the in the murder of, of Chris Beatty, a beloved figure who was killed during the riots. And I think a lot of us are cheerleading for you because you have the resources, the ability to ask the questions. Where was Joe Hogsett during the riots? That's a fair question, right? Nobody knows the answer to that. Yeah, uh, very fair question. I don't know. Um, I don't think the governor knew. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I know we were trying to raise him on the horn, but uh, I, I don't know. Uh, and I hope you guys will ask that because you do have the resources to be able to do that. All right. In addition to crime, which Casey touched on, there seems to be, and not to make it like a Jimmy Carter thing here, but a sense of malaise over this city in the sense of there's so many areas where people just don't seem to have confidence or pride in the city anymore. How do you as mayor bring that back? Boy, that's so important. And you know what? Especially on a weekend like this, I mean, it's a beautiful time of the year, a month of May, race weekend. Uh, we want our city to shine all the time, uh, especially, you know, at these, these special moments. And so, you know, as a candidate, I don't want to beat up on my hometown. I just want to talk truth and, and keep this in front of people that what we have is not where we need to stay, not where we have been and not where we are going. And uh, it's that balance between, look, keep it real. How does it feel? Where do you want to be? Are you comfortable being X, Y, and Z around our city? And if the answer is no, and if you don't feel like we're in a better spot than we were eight years ago, well, let's chart another course. Mm-hmm. We know where we have been. We know where we can be. We know where we want to be in, in Indianapolis. And we want a vibrant downtown. We want people that want to move into Marion County, not move out to mm-hmm. Hendricks County. Yeah. So I play a lot hey, of... there's nothing wrong with Hendricks County. We're fine over here. <laughs> Even Brownsburg, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> Jefferson Shreve joins us, and I play a little game on the weekends I like to call firework or gunshot. But my commute, literally, I go from garage to garage. And even if I were to go to an event like at Lucas Oil Stadium or Gamebridge or something, I don't feel safe parking or walking outside you know monument circle at night what is your plan to make it more appealing for more people to come downtown and make it more of the tourist destination that it once was yeah well uh, remember when the mayor ran the first time we were going to light up the city it doesn't seem that much lighter to me but i i think uh there's physical elements including just more and better lighting we need better uh, surveillance systems in terms of uh, cctv uh, you know, I came out of a, st- a self-storage business, and we had so many more interconnected, I- high-definition IB cameras covering our properties and what our city has in the downtown core. And so you want people to feel like the lights are on, uh, folks are watching and paying attention, and we want to visibly see our police in, in, in a proactive, citizen-facing posture, mm-hmm. uh, button-polished and out there, and not just responding to a violent crime, but being there visible and present. Um, I think in the, in the downtown core, when we have events, uh, some of those things that really sell, and they sell a sense of uh, security with our citizens, was the, uh, the mounted patrol. Um, uh, I like our, 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 our motorcycle. Um, uh, core on the IMPD and some of those things that are a little more show, but boy, their confidence instilling. Mm-hmm. And we adopted a police a police model of uh, of uh, beat uh, coverage uh, several years ago, but I never see officers walking, you know, paired up down the streets of Mass Avenue or Virginia Avenue because we don't have enough of them. We don't have that, and the ability for citizens to see that instills a sense of comfort and even pride in their city that is important 
And so our challenge on this front is not fiscal. We funded these the, the, these officers. We've had them in the budget. We our problem is 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 management in terms of recruiting and retaining that talent where they feel valued. I mean, they're in high demand. They can go in lots of places and they leave. Uh, I've been to lots of recruit uh, class ceremonies in my time on the council, and time and again, we bring them in and more leave than stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, that's and that real quick. I know Casey would jump in here, but that's a great point. They go to have a great friend who left IMPD, went to the Pittsburgh Police Department, said it's basically the same pay, and they treat me a lot better. Yeah. So we talked about the crime, and I mentioned driving from my house to work, and let's talk about the actual roads that I'm driving on, <laughs> because they're not great, and we know the General Assembly's not helping Marion County get money. What are we going to do to fix the infrastructure of our fine city? Yeah, it's the biggest fiscal challenge facing this and the next administration, and uh, uh, the challenge, uh, the path to it, in part, runs through the General Assembly, other end of Market Street. Uh, I would be hopeful that I would have a little, a little better opportunity to work with the General Assembly than our sitting mayor does, because they don't cooperate, they don't talk a whole lot. The, yeah, I, I would say that there wasn't a Republican or a Democratic way to fill a pothole. But there is a there is a there is a smart way to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, I was on public works uh, in the ballot administration. They used a six sigma approach to to filling potholes, which is to say, if you're going to fill them, you want them to last several years. And so there are things that you need to do rather than just chucking a- asphalt into a into a a, a wet uh, divot or hole <laughs> in in the street because it wears right back out in a few weeks. And so. I think about some of this from my background. I'm having a pretty pedestrian business, but you know, the driveways needed to be paved and needed to be cleared. The gates needed to work. The lights needed to be on because my customers are like citizen constituents. They'll go elsewhere. They've got, you know, I mean, they're going to vote with their feet. And so we got to take care of those sorts of things. And we've got to do it efficiently with the resources that we have. And, and do it right. Hey, before I let you go, and by the way, we need to have you back because we could talk to you for an hour. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's so many topics this city needs improvement. But I do have to ask you, how cool is it to turn on the television and see yourself? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, that made my wife shriek every time she would see one of those because she was in a, one, one or two of those spots. And every time she's like, Ugh! I don't know if I'd say that was cool. That, 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 you know, when, you, when, when you're not a political sort of guy i mean i've been a business guy all my life and suddenly i'm playing in a political space and so it's an adjustment but i wouldn't say it was cool we got to have all hands on deck because we can't do four more years of hogshead if people want to know more about your campaign how they can get involved how they can start knocking on doors how they can you know all sorts of those things what's the best way to do that oh shreveformayor.com shreveformayor.com is our site I love it, man. Thank you for the Wendy's. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. We'd love to have you back because, like I said, uh, as a Hoosier lifer, I know you are pretty much as well, that um, we just can't do four more years of Joe Hogsett. So go get them, man. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.